Pastors Larry and Tiz Huck welcome you to another Larry Huck Ministries podcast. We pray this teaching will fill you with God's wisdom, anointing, and revelation knowledge. Thank you for your prayers and faithful support. Father, we come before your throne today. We thank you that you are large and you are in charge. You are God and there is none beside you, there's none before you, and you alone are worthy to receive all the praise today. Father, we thank you that you desire to visit us this morning and grace us with your glory. We declare that no one will leave the same way they walked into this building today. In the name of Jesus, burdens are removed and yokes shall be destroyed because of the anointing of God. We declare today victory in the house, breakthroughs in the house, favor in the house, miracles in the house, turnarounds in the house. We declare the devil is defeated and Jesus Christ is Lord of all. If you believe it, give him one more shout of praise. tell the person next to you you came to the right place and you look better than you did last time I saw you let's give it up for the worship team come on everybody thank you guys incredible job thank you how many excited this morning I feel the power of God in this house God's gonna do some great things today so good so good to have you here on this Sunday morning, right after of giving thanks. How many had a great Thanksgiving? You know, I tried to, I have to confess that I I might have sinned on Thanksgiving. I have a confession to make. I think I ate too much and I began a borderline into gluttony. And then I, I tried to bind the calories and put them on the devil, but I think he threw them back on me. So good to be with you guys here today. And on behalf of Pastor Larry and Tiz, who love, we all love you and, and thank God for you here. For being here, Pastor was not able to be with us today, but he will be back in the pulpit next Sunday to bring a word. And I do have some great news. Remember the shirt that Pastor had on last week. Those two children were rescued and they are back home with their families. Come on, let's give God thanks. Praise God. As many of you may know, some of the ref, uh, some of the hostages are being released. More will be released. And our prayer is that every one of them would come home safely in Jesus' name. And no one would be left behind. So continually pray for Israel and all that's happening in that place. But it is so great to hear what is happening, and those hostages being returned home. I want to talk to you today, this a message I've entitled, 18 Benefits of the Favor of God. And I got a funny story for you, another one. So, I know JP, JP was glaring at me, but it wasn't his fault. I, I, I usually give my outline, we give our outlines to JP to let them know so they can put on the screens, the message, the scriptures, and different things. So 
This message started out with 10, a bit, 10 benefits of the favor of God. And by Sunday, it turned into 18 benefits of the favor of God. <laughs> you, know, you know how it is when you get in the word of God and God just begins to show you stuff. And like, oh, that's good. And you write it down. Oh, that's good. And you write it down. Well, that's how my week went. So strap yourself in. We're going to try to get through this. But I believe it's going to bless you. And I believe this message is going to take you into not only finishing up this year, 2023, strong, but it's going to take you into 2024, which will be the crowning year for your life and will be the best that God has ever done in your life. If you believe it, give him a shout of praise. If you guys could turn me up a little bit, I know that, you know, that might be a little difficult, but turn me up in the monitors as well. Because we're going we're gonna to go through, we're going to hit this thing hard this morning with the time that I have. I have 48 minutes. Pray for me. <laughs> 18 benefits of the favor of God. Now, favor is the supernatural bypass. If you're taking notes, you're going to take them fast. Favor is the supernatural bypass of human processes to fulfill divine purposes. It is the supernatural bypass of human processes. That means God's favor will bypass man's way and do things quicker at an accelerated rate that is not the normal way of doing business. That was from Dr. Paula Nietzsche from Nigeria who has a, one of the largest churches in the world, a 100,000-seat building, God is using them at Dunamis International in a powerful way. So it, it, it favor bypasses human ability. Okay? Now, let's turn to the Psalm 102, if you have your Bibles. Psalm 102, starting in verse 13. Now, this is a scripture that I believe has been reserved for the end times. How many of you and I are living in the end times? We are living in the last of the last of the last of the last days. Jesus Christ is coming soon. The rapture can happen at any moment, and things are wrapping up. They are speeding up. There is an acceleration taking place in the kingdom of God. Let's read here Psalm 102, starting in verse 13. It says, you will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. See, the scriptures state, and we'll talk about a few more, that in the latter days, there will, be, there will be an era of supernatural favor that will be released upon the church of Jesus Christ. I believe that you and I are living in this time right now, and in the book of Luke actually begins to set the precedent for the favor of God. Let's look over in Luke chapter 4, starting in verse 18. We're going to be going through some scriptures. Luke chapter 4, starting in verse 18. When you get there, shout, I'm with you. This is one of my favorite portions of scripture. Jesus, the Messiah, standing up in the synagogue and declaring the word of God. The particular reading that day, as you know, was from Isaiah. And as he began to speak this word, little did they know that that same word that was prophesied was being manifested right before their very eyes. 
Because my Bible says the word became flesh and dwelt among them. Amen. See, before it become flesh, it's a prophecy. Amen. Because the word goes before the work. God will proclaim what he is doing, and then he will begin to manifest that word for all to see. That's why before anything happens in your life, it must begin with a word from God. Come on, somebody help me this morning. It must begin with a word from God. That's how creation started. That's how man started. He started with a word from God. God stepped out and he saw darkness, but instead of speaking darkness, he spoke light. He spoke life. He spoke mountains. He spoke trees. He spoke not what he had, but he spoke what he desired. So if you're ever going to begin to see God do something in your life, it must begin with the word of God. If you want to want a breakthrough in your life, it must begin with the word. If you want a miracle in your life, it begins with the word. If you want God to do something in your finances, it all starts with a word from God. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the Bible says my word will last forever. It doesn't matter what man says. It doesn't matter what the government says. It doesn't matter what the weatherman says. It only matters what God's word says. Every big, everything begins with a word from God. You began with a word from God. God spoke you into existence. Come on, somebody. <sighs> So the word begins before the work. There will never be a work from God unless there's first a word from God. This church began with a word from God. God gave a word to pastor and tis to move to the Dallas area and preach the gospel and, to, and raise up a church. And years later, you and I are here because God gave two people a word from heaven. Do you hear what I'm saying? Luke 4, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, verse 19, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Another translation says to proclaim the year of the favor of God. When Jesus declared this 2,000 years ago, he set a precedent in motion that favor would come upon his people until the very end of time. He declared this is a time when the favor of God begins to profusely abound. This is a time when debts are canceled. This is a time when captives are set free. This is a time of jubilee that whatever the devil has stolen, it is, being, it is coming back multiplied to the people of God. This is a time of jubilee. This is not a time of judgment. 
You have people who erroneously say that, that God is judging America. No, God's not judging America. That's going to happen in the tribulation. But right now, we are in the time of the church age. We are in the time of the Gentiles. We are in the time that the favor of God is being released upon his people so we can occupy till Jesus comes, so we can get people born again, so we can get our families saved, so we can see revival touch this land and shake America and shake the nations of the world until Jesus comes. This is a time of God's favor. Not a time of judgment. This is a time of favor. So quit listening to those knucklehead preachers that tell you that God is judging America. Because until the church is raptured, there will be no judgment. Because God never judges his people along with the wicked. Throughout the Bible, God always made escape for the righteous people of God. The righteous are never judged with the wicked. Why would he judge this world when the Bible says that you and I are the light of the world? But judgment's coming. Judgment is coming. That's why we need to keep our lamps trimmed and burning. That's why we need to look for his return. That's why we need to live holy and righteous in a wicked generation. And that is why we need to fulfill the purposes of God on our lives before this life is over. This is a time of free. This is a time of jubilee. Now, there is being released an unusual supernatural favor on the church before Christ returns. And let me say this, favor is not just the result of prayer, but favor is the reward for proper decisions and proper conduct. Did you hear what I just said? That means you got to do something. You can't sit home and eat flaming hot Cheetos and think the favor of God's going to fall on you. Come on, help me. You can't sit home and eat Twizzlers and play video games all night and think the favor of God is just going to drop on you. Getting quiet in the house. <laughs> oh, God, give me favor. And yes, you should pray for favor. Then you should go to work after that. Oh, God, give me a job. Never put in any resumes. Oh, God, pay my bills. Don't even have a job for your bills to get paid. <laughs> so favor is not just the result of prayer, but it's a reward for proper decisions and conduct. Now, Luke 2, the Bible says this, Jesus increased in wisdom, stature, and in favor with God and man. Somebody shout increase. That means he began at one level of favor, and then he began to increase in higher levels of favor. Everybody in this building does not operate in the same level of favor. And those that are watching, hello to the Stream Church, Pastors Ed and Cheryl. Good to have you with us from the Northwest. But everyone in this building does not operate in the same level of favor. Now, to others, favor does not look fair. 
because it's not fair. But instead of being intimidated, we need to be motivated and do whatever the Bible tells us to do to increase in favor with God and man. Jesus increased in favor. So whatever level you may be at right now, how many know you can go to a higher level if you desire it? You can walk in so much favor that it will have people's heads spinning because of what God is doing in your life. Let's get through this. 37 minutes. <laughs> 18 benefits of the favor of God. I'm going to get through these quick. Number one. Favor produces supernatural increase in promotion. Favor produces supernatural increase and in promotion. God showed Joseph favor what? When he was locked up, come on, in, in the pen. He was a convict, but God showed him favor, and God put him in charge of all the convicts. He didn't whine. Come on. He didn't bellyache. He didn't complain. He didn't know. He began, what the man did was he continually to seek God and he kept his heart right even when he was done wrong time and time and time again. He didn't get offended. See, when we get offended, we stop the favor of God. Well, they didn't say hi to me. Well, the pastor didn't shake my hand. Well, they didn't call me. Well, they didn't like what I put up on Instagram. <laughs> I'm not even having you raise your hand. But <laughs> and we live in a generation that's so easily offended. I like to say they get, they get butt hurt so easily. Yeah. I mean, I, I said it. It's the truth. It's not a bad word. They get butt hurt. They got no backbone. They can't stand up. Come on. They got no grit about them. Where I come from, if, if you tried to roast me, I'm going to roast you back. That's why I like Instagram, because I roast people all, all through Instagram. <laughs> Pray for me. God's helping me. <laughs> Produces supernatural. Let me give you a scripture reference. Genesis 39, 21 through 23. God showed Joseph favor. Number two, favor produces the restoration of everything that the enemy has stolen from you. Even previous generations. The restoration, shout restoration. Favor causes the restoration of everything the devil has stolen. Exodus 3.21. The children of Israel were in bondage for 400 years under the Egyptians. They begin to cry out to God. The favor of God began to come. God raised up a man. God will always raise up a man. He will always raise up a man or a woman who will bring deliverance to his people. That's another thing God does. 
Everything begins with a word. And then God begins to raise up a man or a woman who will fulfill that word. What happened to the Israelites? They, the Bible says they plundered the Egyptians. All the stuff that they went through for over 400 years, all of a sudden it was payday. All the sweat, the toil, the abuse, everything that happened, all in a moment of time, God restored to them what the enemy stole. The Bible says God gave them favor and they took all the gold and all the silver of the Egyptians. They took it all in Jesus' name. The Egyptians freely gave it away because God turned their hearts. I've had, my wife and I have had people say to us, they would give us things and they would say to us, I don't even know why I'm doing this. And I think to myself, I know why you're doing it. It's called the favor of God. So keep it coming, buddy. <laughs> it's the favor of God. Not that we're out looking for blessing. Blessing's looking for us. I'm not out there looking for money. Money's looking for me. I'm not out there looking for blessing. I'm looking to be a blessing. Yeah. And you want to walk in favor, be a blessing. Yeah. Be a blessing. Be a blessing. What does pastor teach? If you want to be blessed, you must first what? Some people still haven't caught that. Be a blessing. So God restored. And this is a time I believe that whatever the enemy has stolen from you, money, family, come on, experiences, health, whatever you have gone through, this is a time that you will begin to take back everything that the devil has stolen. It's coming back multiplied. It's not just trickling back, but it's coming back in truckloads because God will cause the enemy to repay everything he stole from the people of God. I say restoration is coming to the people of God in Jesus' name. What was stolen from your grandparents, stolen from your great-grandparents, that was stolen from people five generations ago is coming back on you and coming on your children. And no longer will you live in lack. No longer will you live in the back room. But God's taking you to the front room right now. Because of his favor. Restoration. Of everything the enemy has stolen. Number three, favor produces honor in the midst of your enemy. Honor in the midst of your enemies. God gave the people favor with the Egyptians. In Genesis 26, verse 27, Jacob's enemies, at first they didn't like him. And then later, they wanted to join him. You ever heard that saying, if you can't beat him, join him? Let's turn there. This, I mean, this is so awesome. Genesis 26. You got you to see this. Starting at verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land, and this is another thing. He sowed in that land and reaped the same year a hundredfold. 
and the Lord blessed him. Sold in the same year, that's impossible. In the natural. It's supernatural. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. That's a lot of prosperity. For he had possessions of flocks, possessions of herds, and a great number of servants. Listen to this. So the Philistines envied him. Now the Philistines had stopped up all the wells which his father's servant had dug in the days of Abraham, his father, and they filled them with earth. They didn't like him because he was, a, he was following the God. He was following the God, the God above all gods. He was serving the one true God. They didn't like him. But that's okay if they don't like you because they can't stop you. There is nothing that the devil has done to you that God can't do something about. I don't care how impossible the situation is, God has a power to reverse it and turn it around. Abimelech said to Isaac, go away from us, for you are much mightier than we are. They even admitted, we're talking about unbelievers. That you're mightier than us. They recognize the favor of God upon God's man. They said, get away from us. Because they were stupid. They didn't realize, if you can't beat them, join them. Because you can't beat the God we serve. Come on, somebody. You can't stop him. Come on. You can't put him on strike. You can't cancel him. I don't care what you do. You can pass laws. You can do whatever you do, whatever you want to do in the natural, but you cannot stop the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. He is a mighty God. He is mighty to save. He sits on the throne. He has all power. He has all glory. He is mighty. And nothing can stop the God we serve. Isaac departed from there, pitched his tent of the valley of Gerar, and dwelt there. And Isaac dug again. See, when you've got favor and the enemy tries to stop you, all you all, you're so blessed, you dig another well. They try to take your job. God blesses you with another job. <laughs> gives you a promotion. Gives you bonuses. Gives you business contacts. When it looks like you're about to go under, God says, I'm taking you over. They dug in the days of Abraham, for the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. He called them by the names which his father had called them. They envied him. And later we read in this that they decide to join him. The people that hated on you eventually going to come around and say, you know what? What is this God you serve? Tell me a little bit about him. I'm telling you, favor produces honor in the midst of our enemies. Four, favor produces increased assets, especially in real estate. Deuteronomy 1.8, anyone God ever made a covenant with in the Bible, God always gave them land. That was a great place to say man, New Beginnings. That's what the fight is in Israel. God gave them the land. He didn't give it to the, he didn't, come on, he didn't give it to the Palestinians. He gave it to Israel. 
because everyone God made a covenant with, he always gave them land. And guess what? He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he gave land to Jacob, he's going to give you land. If he gave land to Isaac, he's going to give you land. If he gave land to Abraham, guess what? Land's coming into your hands. Might as well get ready for it. Because I'm going to own land. I'm going to have a lot of it. In the name of Jesus. You may say, how are you going to take care of it? Well, you're so blessed, you got other people taking care of it. Is the word of God true or not? He is not a man that he should lie. What he said he would do, he will do it. Everyone God made a covenant with, he always gave them land. Because God desires righteous generations of people to dwell in the land, not wicked. It doesn't belong to Bill Gates. It belongs to the people of God. <sighs> Dallas belongs to the people of God. Fort Worth belongs to the people of God. Bedford belongs to the people of God. The United States belongs to the people of God. Doesn't belong to any globalists. Belongs to God's covenant people. They don't get to have the last word. We get to have the last word. Number five, favor produces great victories in the midst of great impossibilities. Exodus 14, God defeated the Egyptian army. All they had to do was trust God. Favor produces great victories in the midst of great impossibility. You may be going through seemingly impossible situations right now, but guess what? What did he tell Moses? What did he stand still and see the salvation of your God? You don't even have to, you don't even have to say anything. Just stand and see the salvation of God. Watch God begin to do for you what you've never seen possible. Watch God turn it around when it looked like it was unturnable. Watch God break you through when everyone else said it would never happen. Number six, favor produces recognition even when you seem least likely to receive it. Genesis 41, Joseph went from convict to commander. He did not seem likely to receive it, but for the favor of God. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't have to try to position yourself, worm your way in, say all the right things, try to impress. No, 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 don't do any of that. No, don't try to work yourself in, jockey for position, trying to get people's attention. No, once you get the attention of God, all things are possible. God will cause it to happen. He will make a way where there is no way. He will open doors where there are no doors. God will do it. When you get God's attention, nothing is impossible. I don't need man's attention. You don't need anything from man. 
All you need is the grace and the favor of God. When you trust in man, it will enslave you. The Bible says the, the fear of man brings a snare, a trap. And when you trust in man, it brings a curse. I don't need anything from man. Because God is your supplier. God is the one who will do it for you. God is the one that created you. God is the one that made you. God is the one that raised you up. God is the one that blessed you. So you can begin to lift your hands and say, no man did this for me. It was only by the power of God. I'm not a self-made man. I'm a God-made man. Come on, somebody. We don't need anything from man. Too many people putting out hints. Would you do this for me? Would you do that? Do you have this? Quit throwing hints out and trust the God who will supply all of your need according to his riches and glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number eight. Where are we at? Seven. Thank you. That's what happens when you get worked up. <laughs> I'm trying, brother. Favor produces prominence and preferential treatment. Esther 2.17, God gave Esther favor with King Xerxes. She was a Jewish woman in the midst of a wicked king around wicked people who were plotting her demise and the demise of the Jewish people. You know the story. God gave her favor. God gave her favor. God gave her favor. Why? For such a time as this. Because she realized this is a time to do something. This was a time to stand for God. This is not a time to be silent. This is not a time to shut our mouths. But this is a time to stand and open our mouths and declare who God is and what he can do. This is the time to rise and see the favor of God. Preferential treatment. Preferential treatment. I see God be beginning to release on you preferential treatment. <sighs> You'll walk into places. You're not looking for anything or anyone. Hey, let's do this for you. Here, let me do this. Here, let me do that. Come on. Let me bump you up. Come on. Whatever it is, God just begin to do it. Why? Because you walk in the favor of God. You're not looking for the favor of man. But you have received the favor of God. And when you receive God's favor, what does he do? He gives you favor with man. That's what's on our pastor. That's what's on Pastor Larry and Tiz. Favor with God and man. And guess what? As you are a part of this ministry, that favor is released on you. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Because as the leader does, so goes the team. It's an impartation of favor. Man, it's getting late. Let's move on. Verse eight, number eight. 
Favor produces petitions granted even by ungodly civil authorities. I don't care how wicked they are. The Bible says God holds the heart of the king in his hand and he turns it as he wills. So he's turning it somewhere. He's turning it toward you. Turning it toward his people. Turning it toward, toward the righteous. Turning it toward God's covenant people. Petitions granted even by ungodly civil authorities. Esther 5.8. She had favor with the king. Number nine, favor causes policies, rules, regulations, and laws to be changed and reversed to your advantage. God will even cause laws to be changed for you. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. If he did it for Esther, he'll do it for you. Come on, somebody. He'll do it for you. It doesn't matter. He'll do it for Nancy. He'll do it for you. He'll do it for Don. It doesn't matter who you are. He'll do it for Lauren. He'll do it for anybody who is his covenant people. He will change the very laws in your favor. But guess how big he is. Ten, favor produces battles won which you won't even fight because God will fight them for you. Second Chronicles 2015. The battle is the battle is the Lord's. The battle is not your battle, the battle belongs to the Lord. But my husband, but my kids, but my job. No, the battle is the Lord's. Quit fighting battles that only belong to God. Because you can't win in your own strength. You need the power and the strength of Almighty God to lift you up, to build you up, to give you what you need to go over. The battle is the Lord's. I always say it this way. The battle belongs to the Lord, but the victory belongs to you. The battle belongs to the Lord, but the victory belongs to you. Somebody needs to catch this. The battle belongs to the Lord, but the victory belongs to you. So take the victory. It's a sweatless victory. You ain't got to do anything, but just receive it. You don't have to fight. You don't have to sweat. Come on. You don't have to pray in speed tongues all night long. They call it emergency tongues. Just stand and see the salvation of your God. Just stand and see the salvation of your God. Lord, I thank you that you've taken over. I thank you that you're going to work this situation out. There, I thank you that nothing is too hard for you. And I'm just going to lift my hands and praise you. I'm just going to bless you. I'm not going to let this thing get me down. I'm not going to be depressed. I'm not going to be discouraged. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to lift my hands. I'm going to give you praise. I'm going to cast all my cares upon you for you care for me because I know that you're taking me through. Amen. Battle's not your battle. Battle's not your battle. Battle belongs to the Lord. So give it to him. Give it to him. The battle's not your battle. You need to catch that. That's why you're going to make it. That's why you're going to make I said you're going to make it. 
You're not just going to survive, you're going to thrive. Hallelujah. Number 11, we're getting there. Favor makes it your turn before it's your time. See, somebody's story's changing today. I'm telling you, somebody's story's changing. God's making it your turn before it's your time. We looked like it would never happen. It looked like it would never take place. Even in your mind, you thought it's no way it's going to happen. But God is raising you up. He's taking you to the forefront. He's doing something in you that has never been done before. Because no eye has seen, no ear has heard the things that God has prepared for those who love him. Favor makes it your turn before it's your time. 12, favor makes you to achieve at an early age what others achieve later in life. Yeah. 13, favor places you on the same platform with your elders. That's favor does. That's favor. It's not positioning yourself, it's favor. It's not trying to be noticed, it's the favor of God. I only want one person to no notice me. That's Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. You could be in the very back row, but because you walk in favor, they'll bring you to the front row. That's what's happening. You're going to stand in places and faces you've never been before because God is raising you up. Places you've never been. Faces you've never seen. Things you've never done. God is moving you up. God is turning things around. There's a change of story happening today. I see your story changing. I see God raising you up. I, got, I see God breaking you through. I see the favor of God coming on his people. I see God doing for you what you have never Never imagine in a million years. It's changing your story. Favor makes God cross his hand to bless you. Genesis 48. They brought Ephraim and Manasseh to their grandfather. And he could barely see. But he crossed his hand. He was supposed to go like this, and all of a sudden he went like this. <sighs> That's what God will do. And he's not blind. Come on, are you with me? He sees and he knows. But his favor will cause it to come on you. You didn't think it was possible. You didn't think that God would use you like that. You didn't think God would do what he would do in your life. But guess what? These are the days of the favor of God. These are the days when you will see things happen that are beyond your human comprehension. Because we serve a mighty God. And he will come to you. And what was meant for somebody, God will bring it on you. What was meant for somebody, God will bring it on you. God is no respecter of persons, but he's a respecter of his word. He's no respecter. It doesn't matter who you are. You could come from East St. Louis like I did. Eleanor, you could come from Oakland, California. You could even come from Los Angeles. 
and God will still bless you. You can even come from San Francisco and God will bless you. I don't know how, but he will. I'm just joking. Just joking. That's why I said in the beginning, favor does not seem fair. It doesn't seem fair. But it's not because God is a respecter of persons. You don't see what that person's done. You don't see the time that they have spent with the Lord. They have delighted themselves in God. They fasted and they prayed all night in prayer, worshiping, praising God, keeping their heart right, going through the tears, tears at night, walking the floor, knowing that God's going to do something, feeling the pressure of life, but they never quit. They never gave up. They didn't throw in the towel. They didn't say, I'm done with this God stuff. No, they kept on. And God saw their faithfulness. He saw their obedience. He saw what they did when no one else is around and his favor begins to come on them. You don't even know what the person next to you have gone through. You don't even know the testimony. You don't know the tears and the heartache. But guess what? You're here and you're in line for a promotion. You're in line for God to promote you and increase you because you didn't quit. And I see God bring it on you right now. Promotion. I see increase. I see in, I see multiplication. I see land coming in your hands. I see everything the devil's stolen from your family coming into your hands. I see it coming to you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Give him praise if you believe it right now. He's no respecter of people. He's a respecter of his word. <sighs> and sometimes the people that seem the most likely to receive it are the ones less qualified to receive it <laughs> in the natural. Look at Joseph. They would have given, people gave up on Joseph. His own family did. Sold him into slavery. He had a reason, come on, to go see Dr. Phil. Come on, are you with me? <laughs> he, had a, he had a reason to be on 10 medications. Come on, somebody. <sighs> but he went from convict to commander. You, hallelujah. I'm telling you. the favor of God. Let's finish. <sighs> Smith Wigglesworth said, there's something about believing God that will cause him to pass over a million people to get to you. <laughs> it's your time. I said it's your time. I said it's your time right now. I'm not trying to hype you. I know what I've heard from God. It's your time. It's the time to arise and favor Zion because the set time has come. I said the set time has come. I said the set time has come. Some of you don't even believe it yet, but the set time has come. Come on, stir yourself up. The set time has come. Somebody's going to take it. Somebody's going to walk in favor. Might as well be me. 
If you don't want it, I'll take all of it. Because we got a job to do. My generation shall be saved. My family shall be saved. This city shall be saved. Because God releases that favor, not for you to show out. He releases that favor so you can shake your generation. He releases this favor so that every one of your family members is saved. He releases his favor to raise you up to be a testimony of how real he is and how good he is. Man, I feel the power of God. 15, favor gives you permanently what others experience temporarily. You never lose it. You're not going to lose it. You're not going to lose it. Let me say this. Favor opens doors, but integrity will keep those doors open. It'll open the doors, but you want the doors to remain open. When you live holy, you're not trying to mess around with somebody's wife. You, come on, somebody. You're not slipping into pornography. Come on, somebody. You're not abusing your children. Come on, you're not robbing your, your company. You will never experience what you don't expect. You will never experience what you don't expect. And the Bible gives us the means to expect what God said he would do. 16, favor will do for a person what money cannot do for the rich. Let me say that again. Favor will do for a person what money cannot do for the rich. It wasn't money that Joseph needed. It was a favor of God he needed. But guess what? The favor will bring the money. The favor of God will bring everything that you require. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Almost done. Three minutes left. Gosh. Favor gives you unconditionally what others require conditions to get. Unconditional. And 18, favor causes you to be envied instead of pitied. Come on, somebody. <clears throat> Give him praise. We don't need nobody to pity us. We don't need nobody to pity us. We don't need nobody to pity us and be sorry for us. No, we serve a God who can do the impossible. We serve a miracle-working God. We serve a God who spoke the world into existence. And we serve a God who is favoring his people. We are not to be pitied, but God is causing you to be envied.
Your weeping is turning into reaping. Your weeping is turning into reaping. I said your weeping is turning into reaping. Your weeping is turning into reaping. Listen to what I'm saying. It's turning into reaping. You're going to see a harvest. You're going to see a hundredfold harvest. You're going to see a harvest coming in that will never stop. Your problems don't equal your promises. The devil's no does not compare to God's yes. Your latter shall be greater than your beginning. You may have been forgotten and forsaken like Joseph, but God is remembering you. God is remembering you. He hasn't forgot about you. He hasn't forgot about you, Margaret. He hasn't forgot about you. He hasn't forgot about you. He hasn't forgot about you that are watching. You may have been forgotten. You may have been forsaken. But God is remembering. He's remembering you. Give him praise right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to recite this confession in just a moment. I want to, let's all stand. And then we're going to give an opportunity for people to come to Jesus Christ. Because this service would mean nothing unless we give people the opportunity to get right with God. We did an outreach last week. Dave the Cowboy and his, and his uh, home group team, we all went out to a local apartment, cooked barbecue, hot dogs, hamburgers. People began to come out. Talitha began to sing. Pastor Wanderson sang. And eight people gave their lives to Jesus Christ last week. <laughs> Praise God. One day of favor is worth a lifetime of labor. One day of favor is worth a lifetime of labor. Say this with me as we make this strong confession to the Lord. In the name of Jesus, I am the righteousness of God. Therefore, I'm entitled to covenant kindness and covenant favor. The favor of God is among the righteous. The favor of God surrounds the righteous. Therefore, it surrounds me everywhere I go and in everything I do. I expect the favor of God to be in full manifestation in my life from this moment on. Never again will I be without the favor of God. It rests richly upon me. It profusely abounds in me. I am part of the generation that is experiencing God's favor immeasurably, limitlessly, and surpassingly. Therefore, favor produces supernatural increase, promotion, restoration, honor, Increase assets, greater victories, recognition, prominence, preferential treatment, petitions granted, policies and rules changed, and battles won that I do not have to fight. The favor of God is upon me and goes before me everywhere I go. Therefore, 
my life will never be the same. This is the time of God's favor in my life. I am crowned with glory and honor, and favor surrounds me as a shield. From this moment on, I walk in favor with God and people. In Jesus' name. If you believe it, give God praise for it. Give him thanks one more time. Favor of God. Favor of God. Favor, I speak on every one of you right now. Real quickly, I want every head bowed, every eye closed, just for a moment. If you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, if you're not born again, if you don't know you would make it to heaven if you died today, we want to pray with you to receive Jesus. There is no other name under heaven whereby someone can be saved but the name of Jesus Christ. God so loved the world that he gave his son. Bring it down a little bit, guys. Bring it down a little bit. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Whoever believes in him will never perish but have life forevermore. No matter what you've done, no matter where you come from, no matter who you are, Jesus Christ has a new beginning for you today. Today you can go from life to death. Today all the guilt and shame can be wiped away. Your sin can be washed away. And today you can have peace with God and you can be right with God today. If you've never given your life to Jesus Christ and you want to receive Christ as your Savior, I want you to slip up your hand and right now if that's you. Just slip it up and put it back down all across the building. If there's anyone in this place, you're not right with God. You want to give your life to Jesus. Maybe you're backslidden and away from God. And, you've and you haven't received Jesus or you've walked away from God. But you, today you want to make peace with God. Today you want to get right with God. Today you want your sins to be forgiven. If you're a backslider and you want to receive Jesus again, I want you to slip up your hand right now if that's you. You want to make peace with God. Anybody that's watching by television today, if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, if you've never received him, today is your day. Maybe you're backslidden away, but today you can be restored to faith in Christ. And if there's anyone here, I want you to slip up your hand right now as we begin to close this service. Everyone right with God. Let's pray. I want to pray for everyone that's watching. There are people that will be watching the replay. Welcome. We thank you for being with us. If you want to give your life to Jesus, pray this prayer with us right now. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross for my sin and you rose from the dead. I ask you to forgive me of my sin, to come into my heart, to be my Lord and Savior. Jesus, you died for me. Starting today, I'm going to live for you. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Let's give God praise one more time.